1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be.
1: Oh, mama! What a What a play! We welcome you into the Sooner Sports Podcast Sooner Hoops Edition. I'm Jessica Cootie, joined by senior forward for Oklahoma basketball, Brady Manick. Brady, you guys are fresh off a win in your final non-conference game of the season. How did you feel like the team handled all of the, I guess, changes and whatnot and then just a weird kind of non-conference schedule before you go all in with two huge matchups coming up uh, with Texas Tech and West Virginia?
2: Uh, yeah, it was just a weird year. I mean, we've got uh, games getting canceled, games getting postponed, I mean, rescheduled, and stuff. It's just a uh, all around just shows how the year has been. I mean, going back to last season, off season, it's just been a long, long, long time. And uh, I think we've done well. I mean, uh, guys just wanting to play. It's a lot of just, uh, just wanting to play basketball. I mean, it's practicing hard, lifting. I mean, doing all the small things outside of games to try to get ready for those games. And I think we've handled it well. We've had a couple of rough patches, but we've we've played really well.
1: You know, it's a hard time for everybody, right? Everybody's kind of having their own struggles with this situation. But for people that might be listening and want to hear a perspective, what is it like? Especially for a senior, you know, going through this um, in the way that it has been, it's got to be challenging tough at times, and, and Coach Kruger t- talked about how he talked to you guys about trying to maintain a positive attitude, but I know that's challenging sometimes, right? I mean, this is not how you signed up to play your college basketball career, right?
2: Yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, I mean, the, one of the most challenging parts is there's not very many fans. Uh, there's not many people at the games just because of the restrictions we have and go to away games, and there's 100 people there, 200 people there. It's just, it's just weird. That's um, probably one of the most odd things that we've done. Is just the the limited amount of fans at the games. And then uh, I think the other challenge is like uh, we're we're getting tested you know, three days a week, four days a week, sometimes whatever whatever fits around the schedule before games or at, like whenever they can. And uh, that's most that's another challenging part is we. Getting tested, having to wake up for that, and then go into practice and worry about the results, and get the results later that day—it's just a it's just a long process, and it's a lot of extra stuff that we've never done before. I've been here for three years, and we've never done any of this stuff. It's new to everybody, and uh, it's, it's just a lot of just new new things.
1: You seem different to me this year on the basketball court. Do you feel different?
2: I do. I I, I do. Um, I feel like um, I've, I've gone a more away from just shooting three-pointers. Uh, when I started freshman year, I, I was known for shooting the three and getting a couple of dunks here and there and not, not really anything in between. And I think um, a lot of my stuff has come from defense or post-ups or just things The the three has helped me get open. Uh, they're, they're guarding the three so hard that, Maybe I'll be open to the post because I'll have a guard on me now. Or on defense, I can really focus in on trying to guard somebody, just getting bigger, getting stronger, and just uh, a lot of things that are changing, and I'm just trying to develop those things that everyone else wants to see.
1: You think back to when you were a freshman, and you would miss a couple shots and just be so hard on yourself. And, um, you know, you think about what you did at Houston Baptist – didn't necessarily go down like it normally does for you, but then you're finding other ways. Has that evolved for you? And how has that, how have you been able to evolve the mental part of it where you don't get so hard and so down on yourself when it doesn't, the three ball doesn't go down necessarily like it usually does for you?
2: Yeah. um, Freshman year, freshman, sophomore year. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, I, I was a strictly three point shooter and, uh, yeah, I did get hard on myself a lot. It was a lot of uh, you got to make this shot or you're probably not going to score that game or if you don't make this shot. You're probably not going to get open again. So it's kind of one of those things. But now I, I can kind of see how the game's evolved and I've uh, been able to find other ways to score or get an assist, get a rebound. And there's other there's other things I I, I can do that is around the three and and the, Like I said, the threes open that opportunity for a post up or rolling into the paint or uh, faking one dribble pull up. It's uh, just a, the three, the the effectiveness of my three point shot leads to other things that that help us. And uh, yeah, I, I think you can just look at look at a possession and be like, well, I wasn't open or I missed that one or I wasn't open on that one, but next position I can go post that guy up or I can do something different. It's kind of like a, a different mindset. I, there's other things I can do.
1: How did you kind of develop again? We saw great moves, you know, down low back to the basket. Coach Kruger has talked about how much that's developed. Who did you um, sign up to sign up to help you uh, develop that? Like who, who are you going up against that helps you get really good at that over the last couple of years?
0: Um,
2: I would say, um, so for me, I would say like, um, having, having guys that are not necessarily taller and bigger than me, but guys that are stronger, they get lower. So guys kind of like guys we had, like do we had, we have Jalen Hill. Now We got Victor. I mean, they're not, they're not as tall as me, but they're more athletic. They're faster. They get lower. I mean, that kind of stuff. And they, they, they can push me and, I got to figure out other ways to do stuff. I mean, when you get into a game, I'm not going to have the seven-footer on me or I'm not going to have the point guard on me. I'm going to have that athletic guy that is there to push me and get me off the block or get me out of position. Uh, so having guys that are that are really athletic, really strong, and just have them uh, just pushing me different ways, guard me different ways. I mean, in practice, we were always – the guy guarding me is always switching or – always doing something to throw off what would normally happen if I was a, a true four or a true five kind of kind of position.
1: What's it been like this year not having your uh, longtime teammate and, and buddy uh, Christian Doolittle?
2: It's weird. Uh, he, he brought a lot to the team. Uh, he um, saw he just won a championship. It was really cool. Um, he uh, was out in Puerto Rico, I believe, it's uh it's really cool. I mean, he uh, played well together. We read each other well. And defense, we were kind of communicated well. Uh, offense knew what to expect from each other. Kind of found each other in a couple couple plays here and there. Just because he he knew it was open, or I had a feeling he was going to be open. It's one of those things. But it was it was a good three years, and uh, I'm just glad to see him moving on and keep playing.
1: It was longer than that. It was what you guys played together for six years growing yeah, up. It's been over 10 years you guys played together.
2: Yeah, I think he was in like the first, second, third grade or something. And uh, he just um, was that big, big doolittle, big teddy bear. And <laughs> uh, we went to college together and it's just been, it's been, it's been fun.
1: That being said though you know I know you guys played a ton of ball but together but it seems like you kind of have developed that with Austin Reeves a little bit do you feel that like that you guys can kind of read each other and communicate in a way that maybe a lot of people don't necessarily have with teammates?
2: Yeah um, I mean you get you get guys that are smart enough to make make plays they can uh read each other but play off each other well and I think I think I've kind of been doing that with Austin um I mean he, he we both like I said we both know how to what, what to expect from each other like if we're running this play we both know where each other's going to be what what we're supposed to be doing it's uh it's kind of it's kind of cool you got you can get players that know different positions and they know they know how the play is supposed to be ran they know how it's just uh Really, he's got a really high basketball IQ, and uh, it's, it, it, it shows. I mean, he's getting tons of assists now and still scoring, getting to the free-throw line. He's, he's doing everything for us now, and uh, it's, it's really cool. And I think, I think that that relationship, I mean, you can see with him and Kerr. I mean, he knows, he knows what Kerr's going to be doing. He knows Kerr's going to be rolling. He's going to maybe a short roll and kind of pull-up jumper. I mean, we, we know what Kerr's going to do, and he, he finds him in those positions
1: dunk contest, I feel like, over the last uh, few games for you guys. You've been uh, throwing lots of alley hoops, so rank, and I heard you in your post-game press conference the other day, and people were talking about how you put yourself in the top tier of dunkers on this team. Rank the top five.
2: The top five? um, It would definitely be Alondis, Kerr, me, probably uh, Jalen and Vic. Vic is number five, yeah. Wow, no, I that was was in no order. Um, I would say, give them to me in order. Oh, that's a tough one. So, I would say, tied for first would be me, Alondas, and Kerr, and then you (laughs) could throw Vic in because he just got them power dunks and he just throws it down really hard, and then uh. Jalen Jalen's showing more and more uh, in warm-ups and in the games than than he leads on sometimes, but he's he's got some more in him.
1: I'm gonna have to do some research on this. I'm gonna have to confirm with some of the other guys on the team and see if they uh, if they buy right. your, your ranking. So but honestly, is this something that I don't know what?
2: Uh, they can, they can go look at my Twitter. I have a video of me between the legs. I mean, it's, it's, it's there. It's proven. So it, not many guys on the team can do that. So there's probably three of us.
1: That's awesome. Is this something that you guys talk about? Like, I mean, cause it seems like you feed no, off of each other. No, never. it's not.
2: No, we never talk about who's the best dunker. It's just, uh, uh, <laughs> In the game, and someone throws one down, and it's it's exciting. I think this is probably some of the most dunks we've had in like the first six games of the year. I don't think we've ever had this many dunks. I mean, we have four, five, six a game. It's 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 pretty impressive.
1: I guess that's what I meant more. So it seems like it's like one person does it, and then it's like, oh, I can do that. Let me show you what I can do. It seems like yeah. it's like a feed off of each other type of deal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them in transition, a lot of lobs. Uh, and then, like, the other night, Vic had four dunks in two minutes of gameplay. It, it was wild.
1: I think it, it, it really speaks to the athleticism of this team, right? I mean, this is one of the more athletic teams yeah. that we've seen in Norman in a while.
2: Yeah, um, I think we are really athletic, and I think we have a lot of – A lot of offensive weapons. I mean, we got guys that can drive, guys that can shoot. Obviously, guys that can get up and jump. Uh, Just we got a lot of athletes and uh, a lot of a lot of skills, a lot of talent. Uh, And I mean, we got guys like Austin with the ball, uh, Davion, Mo, Elijah. We've got guys guys that are sharing the ball well, and uh, they they play really well, pretty well together.
1: It's also a really deep team, and that's a Kevin and Brendan Manzer have been on the calls that they have talked about how this is the deepest team that Coach Kruger has had. How do you guys balance that? Because I know probably you want to stay on the floor, everybody wants minutes, I mean, but is that something that's a challenge? How do you guys kind of manage that?
2: Yeah, it's tough. I think it, uh, it gets us to compete every day. I mean, guys guys come in and they want the in time, so they're going to they're gonna work for it. And it kind of makes everyone work for it I mean come in you don't work hard you'll lose minutes so I mean everyone kind of knows that and I think it uh kind of puts pressure on everyone and bring your bring your a game every day and um I think we just we just have really uh intense practices sometimes and it uh it shows
1: we've also seen a ton of different lineups like a lot of different people playing together um How fun is that that you can give and throw so many different looks at people?
2: Yeah, we got uh, we got a lot of guys, a lot of of guys that can uh, play more than just their position. Um, We got Jalen. He's playing the four right now, but I mean he can play the three. He can play the guard spot. Um, We got Vic who can come in and play the four or five. I can play the four or five. We got Austin, Davion, Elijah there. One, two, three. They're, they're, kind of, they're kind of in there at the point guard and wing spots. I mean, we got, we got guys all over. So, I mean, it, you can put a lot of lineups, throw a lot of different things. And, and I think it'll help later when we need to put the defense on their toes. And then they're, they're going to be like, oh, well, I'm going to guard this guy and I'll guard this guy. But you get into a game and they got guys that have never been in lineup together at the same time or guys that they're not, not ready for. It'll, it'll, it'll really throw people off sometimes. It'll be, it'll be cool.
1: All right, so let's talk a little bit about you. You just graduated. Uh, you played your first game as a college graduate, I now you're gonna pursue getting your master's, but not easy either uh, from the Price College of Business. That is no joke, uh, but it's been important to you. You've been on the all Big 12 academic team both years that you could be. Um, why has that been important for you to balance and not just you know get a degree, but get very good grades doing that?
2: Yeah. I decided when I got to college, I wasn't going to do uh, just a degree just to get through it. I, I was going to come and go to school and get it paid for. I was going to do something worth my time. And uh, I, I got a management degree with the HR minor. And uh, I mean, it just kind of, those classes were ridiculously hard. I mean, I was in Calc 1, Calc 2, both accountings, finance, looking back at it, I was during those times I decided I wouldn't want to continue but I was already so deep I was like might as well finish it so I had the opportunity to finish early and uh, I took uh, nine hours this last summer instead of the normal six and uh, I took uh, some extra classes like during Christmas over the years and just kind of chipping away so I could uh, graduate a semester early and then uh, start grad school and uh, I'm hoping to finish grad school I'm hoping I can have the chance to finish that and get that out of the way and uh, not sure what I want to do it in yet but it'll be probably something like finance
1: so why though um I mean is that just part of I know your parents are um you know, it's important to them as well, but the grades part of it, the, the making sure that it's not just passing. I mean, you're getting very good grades in earning that degree.
2: Yeah. Um, in high school, it was, uh, you get A's, and you, uh, you maybe have the one B throughout your whole, whole time, but high, high school growing up, it was strictly A's. Um, my brother, he got one B in his whole, life so far so that uh kind of put the pressure on but I told my parents I wasn't I wasn't going to do that I wasn't going to kill myself to just try to get all A's and it probably it wasn't possible I wasn't going to try that hard I was going to get A's and B's and the occasional C just because I was busy and I think they kind of understood it and right now I'm pretty sure I have a better GPA than my mom and a little less than my dad so I'm kind of in the middle so I I was fine with it and uh yeah it was it was tough I mean you got games all the time you're having to talk to professors all the time and you're gonna miss or can I retake this quiz can I take it early Can I take this test early it's just a lot of stuff that goes into it that you just get tired of dealing with but uh glad I got it out of the way already and try to finish this last part of it
1: yeah it's got to be a huge relief So, are you confirming is your brother smarter than you
2: uh, no, he's not. Um, he is a, a nerd that tries really hard, but I am street smart and everything else smart.
1: Is he's there just anything a, you will a book smart him. guy. Is there anything you will give no. him? No, <laughs> nothing.
2: Uh, he is in fact shorter than me.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: That is all I will give him. He is that's... in fact shorter than me. Yeah, you know, that's, oh. that's about it. He, he ain't getting much from me me um it's everything's a competition nowadays Uh, it always has been
1: yeah I know that's funny
2: but school Uh, I mean and he he did go to ORU for two years Uh, that's that's pretty tough I mean ORU is tough place to go uh school part but you know he, he finished at southeastern and uh he had really good grades so Maybe his GPA is a little bit better, but it doesn't mean he's smarter.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious. Okay, give me your best class, your favorite class that you took and the worst.
2: Worst class, um, that would come down to the calculus courses or the accounting courses. They were equally miserable, um, (laughs) lots of yelling and screaming and throwing stuff it either didn't make sense or I didn't understand why I was doing it uh, my favorite course oh when I first got here I did a history of jazz online and I didn't have to do hardly anything it was a lot of write two sentences here and turn it in and get a hundred and I was like this is amazing so uh, that was one of my favorite and what was the other one
1: I just said your hardest, the worst, and then the best, your favorite, so
2: yeah. Um, my, my favorite uh, was probably History of Jazz, probably one of the easiest too. and then I liked uh, Business uh, Communication, it was like our communication is BizCom, uh, you got like a small group of people, and uh, you got to make like projects and stuff, and I got a couple good friends from from that group, so that was probably one of my other favorite ones, just show up to class not really doing anything sitting there talking and then last minute we'd all do the project and call it good and <laughs> a lot of a lot of just sitting talking around
1: okay let's get to what everybody really wants to know about let's talk about your Uh-oh. look this year yeah yeah oh I mean, uh, yeah your trip you're you're all over social media again everybody's loving the look um you, you had it one year and then you buzzed your hair all off and then you brought it back this year. Take me through the, yes. the thought process, the what you wanted to accomplish with bringing back the look.
2: So I've had a lot of hairdos just in college. My whole life, it was just a buzz cut. And then I got to college freshman year, buzz cut. And I was like, yeah, I'll just grow out my hair. I didn't really, didn't really think anything of it. Like I've never grown it out before. Might as well. But then all the, Stuff started for no reason. I don't know why it all started. So I played the game, gave the people what they wanted, then I buzzed it off. And then last year, um, COVID happened, and you know you couldn't really go anywhere and get a haircut. My mom, my mom cut my hair usually, anyways, but you couldn't really go anywhere and get a haircut if you wanted one. So I was like, "No, nah, we'll just we'll just keep let it growing." And I thought we'd be back at school and like June or uh, late May, maybe, maybe July. and It kind of just kept going back and going back. And I just kept letting it grow. And I was, I was thinking about cutting it like before I got back or we just never, we just, they just kept pushing the date back when we could come back. So just kind of kept going. And then late July is when we got to come back and it was really long then. And I was like, well, I'm just going to keep it now. And I kept it. And I don't think we had pre or anyone at the at the because you couldn't have anybody at the gyms we didn't have press conferences up until like right before season so no one had really seen it other than through like basketball tweeting uh photos of it and stuff so I mean, it was kind of it was just it just gets blown out of proportion it's kind of funny to watch it explode
1: you get it trimmed though right
2: uh, um i have had one trim so I, I, I got a haircut two days before we went to the Big 12 tournament. And while we were at the Big 12 tournament was when the Thunder game happened and everything kind of got shut down that next day. But uh, I got a trim. that was I got a buzz cut then, and then I got a trim two days before picture day in, like, October. And that was the only two last two haircuts I've had, so – just kind of letting it go.
1: Hey, that's a uh, help with help the budget, right? The college, uh, exactly college student right. budget.
2: Exactly, and I haven't made it, haven't been able to make it home as much with with COVID and stuff. So I can't really have my mom cut it. But now that it's this long, I don't think I want her cutting it. I want <laughs> someone who knows what they're doing. So uh, yeah, it definitely brought that that payment down.
1: So do you, uh, what do you think? Like, do you like all the attention that it gets? I mean, everybody's talking about it. I mean, it is. Um...
2: Uh, I think it's it's really funny. Uh, I wouldn't say that I like love it. I mean, it's it's really funny to what someone's like, like Barstool made something about it a few weeks ago. Like, it's just crazy what people will come up with, the, the things they'll say. Uh, I get tweeted at all the time for, something prairie bird bird this brady bird just all this different stuff and i'm just i just makes you laugh every time we got we got all these different names coming all these different articles i mean people always talk about it 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 brings that attention sometimes it shouldn't bring the attention but it does anyways it's 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 funny to me especially do you think you look
1: like larry bird
2: uh, not really. Um, I would say the only reason is because I have the most fluffy mustache, this side of the Mississippi, and then the flawless hair, but, uh, that kind of makes it, that kind of makes it why? Cause not many people have a mustache nowadays. The good looking hair. I mean, it, it's kind of a combo. If I didn't have the mustache or if I don't have the hair, you probably wouldn't talk about it. So I mean, it, it, it's you got to have both, or you can't have anything. So it's really a it's it, it's interesting. I mean, it is it is something that you can just sit back and watch, and it just takes off. And I don't even have to do anything nowadays; it just just goes.
1: No, I think though beyond just the look, though, I mean, there are things that you know you you listen to the game broadcast, and a lot of the announcers will say like you know, some moves that you make are Larry Burdish. Like, so it's got to be cool for you. I mean, one of the legends of the game that people are kind of comparing you to beyond just your looks, but, you know, some of the things you do on the court.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, he, he shoot it. He, he was a, uh, I mean, pro- to me, he's top five basketball players all time. I am definitely not averaging 30 points like he did in college, but I mean, it's, it's uh it's kind of cool to look at. I mean, he's he. Uh, I mean, he wasn't the most athletic or the quickest, but he was one of the smarter players. He had a really good shot. He played well. I mean, it's just uh, I can see how they they can make that comparison, but it's it's uh, it's kind of far fetched of how much better and how much of a legend he is than I am at college.
1: So you made the decision to rock the headband last game.
2: Tell me about that. Yeah. So my brother really wanted it the entire time. Uh, he's, he was pushing for a headband forever. And uh, Eddie Radozovich tweeted at me and was asked, and then he asked, asked me in an interview if I was going to wear a headband. And I told him maybe just for him. Some kind of brought it back up with Kellen, and he uh, kept pushing for it. So I, I told him against Houston Baptist, I'll, I'll wear a headband and I'll give the people what they want. Finally, and I decided to rock it, and uh, I think it it was just, it was just funny. I don't know if I'd want to rock it again yet. I had some complications with it sliding up in the back with the hair, but other than that, I mean, it it was funny. I thought it was good. Uh, it was it was something else.
1: He got fouled pretty hard one time and knocked it off. Somebody knocked it off.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It got. It just got knocked up. I pulled back down. It didn't come all the way off. Um, but yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was interesting. I'd never worn a headband in my life. Uh, didn't have to. Didn't have any hair uh, for the first twenty years, so I didn't ever had to never to worry about it. But yeah, it was. It was funny.
1: what did your teammates say when you walked out with a headband?
2: so i didn't tell anybody i only was with uh marco the equipment manager uh, only, only him and some of the managers only people i told i uh, had it in my uh waistband during warm-ups and stuff like debating on when i'd put it on and then we came out the last four or five minutes right before the game and i, I put it on then and they were, all, they were some of them kind of laughing about it uh some of them didn't like it. Some of them said I looked ugly. I mean, I really didn't care. I thought it would. I thought it'd be funny and uh, kind of bring a different, different mood to the game. Uh, I mean, go into some of those games and maybe it may not be interesting or uh, start off slow, but uh, I thought it. I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be a good time to change it up a little bit.
1: Kevin Henry thought when you I don't know how many you didn't shoot that much, but you you didn't have a three at half, and he thought you very well could come out without rocking the headband in the second half. He said you you are no. No, contest. I told
2: myself no matter how bad I shot, I was I was rocking the headband the entire game. Uh, I told myself I wouldn't I wouldn't take it off. I was I was gonna I was gonna stick with it the entire game, and then I got a transition three late uh, early early second half. Uh, then I had a couple couple buckets there before we really extended the lead
1: i rocked a headband when i played i like the look you should bring it back sometime Yeah,
2: most people do uh i mean it's it's just just a headband it wasn't that big of a deal but uh, apparently it isn't a lot of people so uh, let them have it
1: kevin henry said it looked like it was a 1974 indiana media guide so he had some fun <laughs> yeah, with that that's
2: that, that is funny he, uh, he's something else.
1: All right. I just have a couple more for you. Uh, just big Twelve plays about to, you know, get underway. And once again, toughest conference, arguably in the entire country. How do you guys approach it? Especially the weirdness of all the season. I mean, you guys were picked, what? Sixth. Feel like you could be a lot higher than that. Um, you know, just a grind. How do you guys kind of approach it? And knowing that it night in and night out, it is a battle.
2: Yeah, um, it is gonna be tough. I mean, we, we got we got teams that four or five of the Big Twelve teams have already been in the top twenty-five or still are. I mean, it's it's gonna be a grind every night, and uh, we will have to come ready to play. I think a lot of the teams are beatable, though. Um, I think we can we can really just focus in and play our game, and I think I think we can we can come away with some of these wins. Uh, but we'll, we'll, the hardest thing we've done is uh, play on. On the road, uh, every every year I've been here, the road games are the ones that you need. Uh, it's easier to win at home. I mean, even if you are playing a really really good team, uh, it's it's harder to win at their place. And uh, I think we can snag some of the road games and try to win all of the home games. Uh, we'll have a really good shot of getting back to where we were last year as third, or maybe not this year, tying as third. Maybe maybe doing a legit. First, second, third place kind of thing, and I mean, really uh, going into the tournament with a the with a good uh good momentum. But yeah, yeah it'll, I mean, it'll be tough. We got we got good players, uh, a lot of a lot of athletes, a lot of a lot of scores, a lot of guys will have to focus on. Like tomorrow, we'll have a uh, Mac McClung coming in, and then you go to Kansas. You've got Garrett and uh, some of their guards. You've got. West Virginia bigs we've got Texas is rolling right now we've got we've got teams all over that we're gonna have to play two two times this year and it's gonna it's gonna be tough
1: some of those places that are just rocking have you thought about how weird it's gonna be because the women's team just played at Kansas and you know obviously it's not to the to the level of loudness I guess and uh that it, it normally is with the men's game but it still gets pretty wild for even women's games too um have you thought about like just how weird is it going to be to go to some of these places that won't be as, I guess, difficult um, of an environment.
2: Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I think <laughs> it really, really kind of makes it more of an even game. Uh, when you get in some of those games, especially like Kansas, uh, West Virginia, my first few years, they were uh, really rolling in there. And uh, it makes it, it makes it intimidating. I mean, fans can really change the momentum of a game. They can change how the other team reacts when you're on a guy the entire time it 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 does it does play a role in how the guy plays and uh i mean kansas they they don't really yell at you but it, it it's so loud you can't even like think it's just just so many people in such a small area and uh it's just it's really cool and uh i think this year going into there it'll be it'll be different i mean they don't they don't have as many fans they'll they'll have fans but it's not gonna be as many. It's kind of, kind of one of those things that we're doing at home right now. We're battling teams coming in, and nobody's harassing them. Nobody's on them. I mean, it's there's just nobody there. It's it's tough. It's tough for even home teams to play. So it's a, it's more of an even matchup.
1: Which crowd is the worst in the Big Twelve? The
2: worst.
1: Yeah, uh, like the, the hardest on you.
2: So over the years you've got you got like the the two Kansas schools but they don't really come at you it's more of a they're just so loud it's it's hard to play at and then you got like West Virginia or Texas Texas Tech and they are there to like insult you like they are there to hit you with an f-bomb or the person tells you you're ugly or they're just, they're just on you. They're saying your name. It's, it's, it's something else. I uh, never really thought people would say that kind of stuff to me, but I was like, Oh, this is, this is different. It's new. Uh, it never really happened in high school. Cause you know, you'd have your principal standing over there telling them shut up. Nowadays you're, you're in an arena and they're, they're getting rowdy. And it's, it's, we've, everywhere in the big 12 is really tough to play. I mean, you got people on you all the time and it's, it might may change this year. Uh, they're, won't be as close, and there won't be as many.
1: Football, by far, the meanest crowds are West Virginia and Texas Tech. So, yeah, I can imagine uh, Texas they're Tech
2: pretty,
1: they're freshman pretty
2: year, they did was when Trey was there. They they did their little chant to him, and then they started throwing things on the court, and they were it was it was a rough, rough and rowdy kind of uh, environment. And then uh, West Virginia. Over the last few years, I mean, they've they've had people yelling and screaming and yelling at you. And then they got those people that are just really funny. I mean, it's uh, the, those those two are definitely at the top. I think a lot of places though, they, they just get super loud. Not it, they might be yelling at you, but you don't even know it because it is just so loud. Like at the start of a Kansas game, it's just so, so loud. Someone could be saying something to you, but you have no idea. So it's one of those things When you get down to like, a, like Texas or Texas Tech and you can you can hear the person cussing you out behind you. Like it's one of those things.
1: Well, the good news this year, you won't have to deal with it. But uh, Brady, we appreciate your time. Uh, it's been fun to watch you Thank kind you. of get this thing started off this season and look forward to seeing uh, much bigger things to come from this.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind. Home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards, Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.